0: If I die tomorrow, I hope you hear these words. I ain't here to flip no birds, sit no syrup. Hope the future generations can get this urge. Stay woke, youngin', and avenge these nerds. Uh. Look at Law with the fresh background. Just look at that. This
1: is thanks to Dave. Dave, and then also in part Steady for helping me out. But I am super this guy. Hyped
0: for tuesday yeah this is the
1: guy right
0: here there you go backseat car chiropractors oh uh, yeah we love you dave oh man anyway we are back it's 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 tuesday it's, yes
1: it's,
2: it is time tuesday time. and yeah. we have a review episode and then an episode tomorrow you know to watch so it's like really great you get the review from us tonight and then you get to watch episode t- episode two tomorrow i it i is. Say this is, that fits that fits perfect that fits perfect it's, it's, it's like it's, a plan is coming together yep yeah. We, we,
0: we we didn't contact Marvel and ask him for that. No, 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 we didn't. <laughs> anyway that anyway, we, we have some awesome guests in the background, but before we bring out our awesome guests, let's get some announcements. So again, first of all, we love to give shout outs to everyone who we've had on the show, all the podcasts and all that out there. Shout out to everybody. Um, If you'd like to check out some of the podcasts and the creators that we know and have had on the show, check out the Nerds Network um, on various different streams, podcasts and all that. It's right there in the description. Check that out after the show to follow these podcasters and everybody. Also, follow us. Subscribe to the channel. You get new creator series. We just dropped the creator series featuring Mike Lopez from the credit chat. Also, the um, showrunner for Incredicon. Um, he's had some amazing guests on his show. We did an amazing interview with him. You can see it on our YouTube if you subscribe and you can also listen to us on Spotify. So make sure you guys are doing that. Um, please, please every like and support and subscribe. Please guys. We love you guys. Hearts to everyone who also supports us. Thank you. Next on the bucket list. Um, the M beyond cast, uh, Medusa's cat, um, uh, <laughs> medusa's cascade podcast claro damage yes say that five times fast i couldn't even say it once uh (laughs) it is a just fine no 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 we're going for the micro machines record i could do micro man let's go Uh, (laughs) oh my goodness So the Medusa's Cascade podcast launches every Saturday on Spotify. Make sure you guys are checking it out. If you can't find it on Spotify, you can go to in to actually get the newest episodes there. New episodes drop every Saturday. It is featuring again, a D and D podcast where me tone law and various other creators get together. And we're playing fun, loving characters, especially this guy right here, the funnest loving character, Kyber. Um, Check that out, guys. You will love it. You will like it. And see all the amazing artwork at mbeyond.com. Um, Finally, if you're not following us on TikTok, what are you waiting for? Please go on TikTok and follow us. And InBeyond is going back to a virtual con again this year, twenty eighth and 29th. If you're an artist who wants to showcase at the show, a vendor who wants to showcase at the show, go to connect at InBeyond.com. Right there. Email that email right there. It's right there. You, you, you see it? You see it? You see it? It's right there in the tone. You can't we, miss it. We see it. I hope you they see, see it, it too. Yes. But no, it's going to be an amazing event. Uh, we're putting together a lot of great panels for the show. Um, Nerds is helping with sponsoring with the panels. So there are a lot of great panels from Learning to Marketing. It's going to be a great networking event for creatives to get together, to learn from their peers, to network and meet their peers um through a great virtual setting. So please, guys, um, make sure you save the date, the 28th and the 29th. Finally, let's go. Wait, we have some comments up in here. Okay, Hey, Cheyenne what up George What's going on peeps Chris. Oh, Cheyenne wants to showcase actually yeah. Jeanne, um, drop that link in the chat right there. She yeah. just dropped a Do very, very awesome. Make sure you guys drop that out. So first up again, we want to introduce because we have some amazing guests in the background that um, we want to bring out right away. Um, so that way, so we can get into today's topic, which is low key. Um, first and foremost, we want to bring out, she is an awesome actress is an actress. Yes, you heard me say it, an actress. She is one valuable member of the team known as Bitten Apple. You got to see one of, of her amazing teammates on here, which is Rafael Tavares. We got to invade their show as well. I want to give it up. Yeah. One, the only, Les Fry. Les, what's up? What's
3: up? Hello, hello. Hello.
0: <laughs> what's up? What's up? <laughs> hey,
3: everybody. How
0: you welcome doing, Les? Welcome. 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 I'm You're glad to be here. Show. Soon we're going to have everybody from Bitten Apple here. It's going to be a and Apple invasion. Let's go. I'm ready for that. And and also, too, showing out there. So, guys, make sure you check out. The link is right there for Cheyenne's new poetry book. She put it out. So go ahead. Save that link, guys. Next person on the list, we want to bring him out. Um, So when we started our lives, we got to talk about an awesome anthology put out by ComicBookSchool.com. And this writer had his comic featured in his book with amazing artists that he teamed up with. The book was Freaking awesome. It was one of my favorite stories in the books. I mean, had um awesome teddy bears dealing with the dreamscape and everything. So if you haven't seen this book, go to comicbookschool.com after this broadcast. Download the free anthology for panel one so you can read the um this gentleman's book. Check out his links in the description as well because that's we we want to make sure everyone's links is there. I want to give it up for the one, the only Chris Burgos. Chris, welcome. What's up, guys? Hello, welcome, welcome. Let me know yeah. if I'm Going over the top, but you know, I want to welcome you guys Thank Oh no, you for no, no. On.
4: I, I feel it <laughs> it's good. <fluffy>. I like <laughs> this.
0: <laughs> Next on the list, um, you saw her at con last year doing some awesome drawing. You saw her at drink drinking drug doing some awesome drawing and everything, because she is an amazing artist. She's also an amazing cosplayer. She says some amazing TikTok featuring cosplayer. She is also a Twitch streamer. Um, she says overall. Awesome, dope artist who we are happy to bring back on the show. Give it up for the one, the only Diane Aragon. Diane.
3: Hello.
5: Hey, I'm hey. Back. again. Glad so to be back. back. Yes.
0: <laughs> Love having everybody back on the show. We want to welcome everybody back, first timers, new timers, and everybody. Thank you guys for coming on. And thank you guys for coming on to the Loki premiere. Yes. yes I
4: did. Of course. Of
2: course. Yes. We got a full house. Super excited to jump in and talk about this series.
0: Yeah. We want to say what's up matt how you doing yo what's up, what's up so we want to start off with the opening. of how you guys fell out with this opening show what up sarah what's um up, so up? i want to get everyone's feedback with the opening when we di- deep dive into seeing that new york scene but this time re-edited to look like the aftermath and everything in the opening of loki so dan we will start with you
5: well seeing it from going back to the past and seeing him transfer over, I was like, oh my God, where is, this, where is he going to end up? <laughs> like, Especially after hearing Thor yell his name constantly, I was like, oh my God, can he hear that? Does he know? <laughs> it was it was such a feeling.
0: <laughs> um, let's let's jump in right there with you.
3: I literally, I'm going to tell you how good that scene was. It was so good that I really re-questioned what happened in the Avengers movie, and I had to go back because it was so well um, organized. I was like, did he really disappear? Did he actually disappear? Did he come back? And my husband had to tell me, he's like, hey, they captured him. He was you know, arrested and everything. I was like, oh my God, this is so good how they just wove this into one another. Uh, it just, and, and and you know what I really liked about it is the fact that we're watching a television show and that we actually saw movie actors in a television show. This was really deep for me because normally people don't cross over unless yeah. they're doing a one-off show or something like that. But to actually see the cast of The Adventures there, these are all movie actors doing that scene. It was fantastic, which made me realize that these two worlds are going to always mesh, that there's not going to be any Mm -hmm. difference
0: that Disney money and yes George, you are right. What did we miss? We missed this. So Tom,
2: please. I'm sorry. You You know, it's it's been been a while. It's been a while. We wanna, you know, we want to jump in. I'm sorry. You know, as you know, Nerds of the Round, we are we (laughs) are not a show that tiptoes around spoilers. No, we don't have time to do two shows. We do one show per episode. So tonight we are talking episode one of Loki. Spoilers beware, Tony Stark has died. Loki is a variant. If you haven't <laughs> watched episode one and you're here, cool, hang out with us and learn all you need to know and then watch the episode. Or get out and watch the recording on YouTube. Either way, spoilers afoot, my friends. Welcome.
0: <laughs> Chris, let's do dive in for right there. That segment that for you. How did you feel about this opening? <laughs>
4: Let, let me let you that was what was amazing was how they kind of reconned everything that happened in both of in like the first Avengers movie and they started it with Endgame and then they just continued with Loki and it's the way that they uh the way that they kind of wove it all together, it was seamless. It was and it was it was awesome. I, I like the opening alone uh kind of had me say, Wow, that that's what happened. Okay. And I was in the same thing. I was like what did happen in the end of that movie? Then I went back and I thought about it and I rewatched it a little bit. And then I went back to Endgame because that's all the time travel and everything's going on. I'm just like, damn, they did such a good job of just like putting the layers in and like squeezing pieces in where you wouldn't expect them. And uh, the, the world building in the first like 10 minutes alone just kind of tells you right off the bat, if you're not caught up with the MCU, don't bother. Uh, but... If you're caught up, you know exactly what the hell's going on, and it's awesome. It's awesome.
0: And just to touch up on Jerogos, I want to. You know what I saw? I saw a series throw out ten years of the MC out the window. It's giving everybody a great new starting point. Actually, I don't know. I,
2: I got comments. I got comments. Oh, wait. His I'll reaction wait. watching
0: wait. his story and how it <laughs> ends. I'm pumped. i Yes, I want to get to that so badly. And Tom yes. <laughs> is a great actor. Yes, I, we're gonna yes. Be- yes. I got a list of stuff that we're going to cover today, and we're going to get through it. It's all, oh. it's all right, Jarell. I'll Go get ahead. to your point. I'll get to your point. When, <laughs> Go ahead, when it's my turn. No, no, no no, 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 no. It is your turn. It's, no, it's like, Diane's
2: turn. Started.
0: What is this? this? Oh, no, Diane, just wait. Diane
2: was first. League, aware. Oh, was I'm, weird, ready, man. I'm
5: ready, Except for me.
2: All right, I'm ready. I'm ready. So first of, all, first, of all, first of all, first of all, first of all, first of all, there's no way in hell this threw 10 years of storytelling <laughs> out the window. <laughs> how? sway? put like- in
5: 10 more years. <laughs>
2: <laughs> like, you, like, look, the, 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 the show happens, and, like, you I, – I completely forget that he immediately teleports away from New York and is, among, is in Mongolia somewhere. And in the background, if you think about it, even though they're resetting the the, the the time, Endgame is happening. Avengers are saving the universe, and all of yeah. this is happening in the background. So now, looking at what Jarrell talking about, how they're throwing ten years out the window, they're not. We are looking at a multiversal, cosmic scale. Now we are beyond just the linear path of beginning yes. and ending. Yeah. Loki is now mm-hmm. opening up everything. What yeah. we're gonna, what I believe we're gonna potentially see with Loki, with all the different variants touching into maybe a uh, female Loki older loki all of that we're getting a grander scale for mcu because at that at this point after 10 years we can't just do big bad lead them up infinity stones we've got to go bigger mm-hmm. I and mean, what's the way to go bigger we expand into multiple universes and worlds so was,
3: that was smart on the writer's part it really was because we're really actually rehashing this whole world again it was just mm-hmm. like a reset in within a reset i'm telling you it was i think that
1: I think that intro did, did a lot, not only to like set the precedent of like, we're all in for a brand new experience, but so was Loki. So like Loki went, traveled, gets hit by all these guys. And like, he's like, yeah, you're going to be stuck in this time, feeling all the pain of that punch. But in like real time, as you're slowly taking in the pain, like that literally just said all of what, you know, you can almost throw it out the window, just know that you're in for a wild ride going forward.
3: Can I say yeah. something about that punch? That was truly a black mama slap into your next <laughs> existence. Yo, you ain't I never mean, lied. lied. So I wish she did that. I was like, oh. I, I
0: am totally fed up, up with your it. bullshit. <laughs> oh, man, I want to exactly. touch up a lot of that. Yeah. So Jarrell's
2: coming at me right now. I'm looking at oh, all these gonna, comments. Wait, all all right, yeah, Slow
1: down the comments.
0: Come on, Seeing Loki watch himself die and realize he doesn't achieve his ultimate goal and seeing this at the point made him feel with the Danos for Iron Man still the stones. Yeah, we're gonna touch up on that too. Yep. Cause that was just one of those scenes. Um, and he goes, Yeah, well, that <laughs> that we don't know of. We only know what the TVA is telling us. <laughs> Propaganda. Wait, yes. Actually, <laughs> I am going to share the link after this video of what's in the credits because they do touch up that the TVA it's leading on to a lot of propaganda. So we don't know that this is the ti- the main timeline or anything like that. And it is touched up upon that, especially when Marvel went to 616 and everything. But that's besides the point. Well, um, again, I want to get your thoughts on the beginning. Please, please. Oh, yeah.
1: I'm sorry.
0: I'm all over the place today. I love all of you guys. I got a lot of great people over here because I want to talk about the comment about Loki that he made. This was a callback. when Remember the speech that Loki made um, to Nick Fear about um, how we're all uh, how they're how the humans are ants under God's boots and everything. And Nick Fury was like, points at him ant, and then he points at extreme boot. Um, we see Loki actually reduced to that in this episode. Actually, how do you guys feel about that? That not that comment really came back to haunt them. He's Chris. Go ahead. You rose the hand. No, I, I to Let see. me tell you.
4: I thought the greatest moment in this entire episode was when he finally gets the Tesseract in his hands. And he just <laughs> owns, <laughs> and it, it was one of those moments where it's like everything is around him, all these sources of like immense, infinite power and everything, and these people are just using them as paperweights. And it's just, it, it's like a slap in the face to him, basically, that's just like, yeah, everything you know as powerful is beneath everything that the TVA knows about. So you are easily an ant to the TVA. And like seeing him reduced like that was like the great. He's just like, he gave up. He was like, What the? This is like, this is what real power is. And I felt for him. I was like, yo, that's how you've been treating everybody. And you're finally that just like, moment. Yeah, you're finally getting it. You're finally taking it. And it was just like, Dang, yeah. That that was, that was the moment for me that said, Okay, Loki's gonna he's gonna go on to the course of either, not necessarily being the same character he became in uh, Thor Ragnarok, but he's gonna have uh, a different path where he's more you know humble and uh, a little bit more toned down from, I'm the God of, I should be the God of everything. Mm-hmm. So I love that moment.
0: Diane. <laughs>
5: That was literally the moment I wanted to talk about because it was like when he grabbed the tesseract and he saw so many stones, which by the way, it looked like he wanted to steal one, but <laughs> an extra one, but, um, but it really looked like he he had like a like an awakening and like, okay, like, wow, okay, they're not joking. This really doesn't mean anything here. So it was like such a point of realization for him that was like, maybe, maybe I should just, you know, kind of compromise with them a little bit to get myself out of here. <laughs>
0: Yep, <laughs> we questions. We got some questions. I want to touch up on this question. What does that say about the Eternals and the Celestials? Well, actually, in the credits again, I'm going to share it where they're saying that this great war that they're talking about might have involved the Celestials, and that's why we might have seen that head from nowhere. So there's a lot that they're re that they're introducing, especially with throwing in the TVA and judging and touching up a Matt's question again, they touch up on the credits. Like there's like nine realms, which was touched up in Thor, the first movie. Um, the TVA exists somewhere outside the nine realms and there's little hints that's really thrown in there. So it's, there's a lot of stuff to unpack in this episode where there's a lot of great things that are coming out with it. It's, it's pretty, it's pretty interesting. And did he, did he actually put that stone back? We don't we didn't know. See right? it. We, didn't we didn't see, see it. it. I, I, think, I, think it. He, I
4: think he
2: tossed it. I mean, uh, I, I think don't... he just didn't care yeah, about it. He, yeah. it. he
4: was like, This this means nothing to anyone around me. Why should mm-hmm. it mean something to me? I'm just going to normalize myself. Yeah. yeah.
2: And, and, the, and I the, agree. the stones, they are, they pretty much, you know, because when we know from, oh um, uh, my goodness, I'm trying to remember. Uh, what we know from Endgame is that the stones are powered by the timeline. But if the TVA is getting rid of said timeline where the stone goes, then the stone is then pointless. Right. and useless and just it's just you know it's it's negated so i think that's why they're essentially paperweights
0: and um did i want less you're next go ahead let's i want to lean into that with that and then go ahead
3: actually i wanted to know, i wanted to know did anybody see the whole fallout game vibes here Ye- the TVA looked like fallout yes everything so if you think about yeah. it in fallout you have a group of people who are being Controlled by someone else in this environment, and it's literally like that. And all the machines are happy, but th- everything around it is serious. So it was very Fallout-ish at the beginning. It basically, it basically had mm-hmm. the same feel as Fallout, is that you are under some type of observation, no matter what you do.
0: If you notice too, just to, and to add to That's your point, amazing Les, no, and to add to Les's point, if you notice that 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 area where Loki was working around to get the ticket. There are tons of propaganda posters in there
3: just like fallout mm-hmm.
0: and just like fallout and they yep. say to, um what is it uh yes matt what is a fish i don't know what a fish is i, I don't eat yeah. fish um but no they were saying that too um approved by the tva a lot of the documents so there are people that's controlling information and all that in there which mm-hmm. again that's that's that take and i like that ooh fallout take after a war yo yeah, for real yeah. like i, I would have never Lo, go done. ahead mm. take take it up next Law. go ahead you're up next so seeing all that like seeing him being
1: humbled like that i knew coming in uh the question was going to be because he's not going to live out the same timeline as he did uh leading up to thor ragnarok what was going to be the thing that ultimately like humbles him and brings him to like a sense of like oh like I can't do this, or 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 maybe this isn't my path, whatever the case was. Just him like trying to escape and doing all this other stuff, and the whole, you know, his whole hubris got shattered. And then you just see him like, mm-hmm. like kudos mm-hmm. to Tom Hiddleston. He's such a brilliant actor. Yes. <laughs> like, and I knew that I knew that beforehand, but I don't think I have ever appreciated Loki until this first episode where I was like, Wow, this is what we're doing? All right, cool. Cause he literally was just like, yeah, like my magic is worthless. My, you know, title. My, you know, the fact that I'm a god. Like they're looking at you like that's cool. Gods mean absolutely jackdiddly here, and he was like, mm-hmm. like, what is like, what does that have to say to like a, what, what's a king to a god? Like what, like, say. It. So it was so beautifully <laughs> done. So so beautifully done. And uh, yeah. I'm looking forward to like everything else that comes as a result of him with this newfound realization. You know, it's not the same thing where before, you know, yes, he saw his mom die. He saw like the events happen, but he wasn't there for it. So now he's watching as like from an outside perspective going, that's where everything leads. This is what this is what my path like dictates. Damn, I'm, I'm really only supposed to help other people uh, become like what they're supposed to be.
0: No, i got some okay. go ahead Leslie.
3: oh i wanted to say something too um because i really liked looked at every clues i had to relook at it everything like this yeah, so when you... he went through the the temporal uh reading scan did you notice that his aura was red yep so okay. that means that that's an energetic and fiery person who's quick at putting their actions into their thoughts into action but they don't need or use instruction manuals. But here he's in the place that's the antithesis of that where everything is structured, everything Ooh. is organized, everything has rules and regulations. And he's the d- different from all of that. So I did check that out.
0: I wanna, I wanna gloss over that too and add to that cause that, that scene, cause I wanna get everybody's um, opinion and, and I'm gonna lead in with tone with this one. Um, no. did you catch the fact that, you know, when he was going through it, he didn't know it was like, wait, am I a robot? I don't even know I'm a robot. Cause it's like, it says it will melt them a lot in a way. Um, that was kind of like a call to like Blade Runner, like a little nod to Blade Runner with that, like, how did you feel? And also too, it was a scene that you saw real fear in Loki's eyes. Like what the fuck, like what's going on? Like, mm-hmm. tell what, uh, lead in with this one, please.
2: I mean, I you know, it comes off at at first as like a jest because you've got the guy who's working the machine. Like, all right, man, come on, come on. I don't got all day. I got the next variant to deal with, but it really, it's that it's the first, to me, the first chip to fall for Loki. Mm -hmm. Like he's some like, that's the first set of self doubt. That's, that's coming like after he has that interaction with like can you sign all these things for everything that you said and he's already like kind of going through this process of like what the hell happened he already he, he, he was in Mongolia and he was like I'm a god and I'm about to beat your ass and then she hits him with the time stick uh, and he's just kind of seeing all of this happen and the first thing that happens like maybe I am a robot maybe and that, that's it that's the self doubt snowball effect and that's what we see from the beginning of the episode up until the end of the episode so where we get to him where he's sitting there on the ground, essentially saying, I don't want to hurt people. I hurt people to make myself feel powerful. And Dan. so I think that, that was a important, important, but funny, but really good spot to have in the show.
0: Mm-hmm. Diane, you up next, Dan?
5: It was, it was a really big existential crisis for him. <laughs> like he, he paused and was like, what is my life right now? Who am I? Um, it was, it was a big step for him. Like you watch him slowly, Kind of, kind of go back to the way he was before he died. So he wasn't necessarily like a hero, but an anti-hero. So kind of like somewhere in in the middle. So you you kind of watch his like character development like speed up times ten in just one episode, because he he was still just the mischievous scamp in in this beginning of this episode, and then he went through like a whole therapy self-essential crisis session throughout this entire episode, mm-hmm. and and almost kind of just went back close to where he was back in Ragnarok.
0: Chris?
4: Uh, I'm going to go with what Tone said. Like, that was the beginning of the snowball. And I thought it was so cool, just the whole episode was just a deconstruction of him as a character. And that was the point where it's like, you do see his self-doubt right off the bat. And this is only like, what, the second thing that happened to him? The first thing was he got, he got whipped with the time stick. All of a sudden he's been hit with something that, you know, he's never been hit with before. Then he gets like stripped by a robot. Uh, and that and let me tell you, homeboy was shredded. He was working out.
0: <laughs> yeah.
4: So so when that happened, I was like, damn, all right, Loki. Uh Tom, good, good you've been working out, man. Don't don't let Chris do all the work, you know, you got it. But, but he uh, was he was
0: originally supposed to be Thor at right. point.
4: Right. Right, I remember that, yeah. So, uh, he takes it seriously. Good, so, um, <laughs> yeah, then, like, after he gets stripped by the robot or whatnot, then he gets, you know, he goes, he goes up to his machine and he's like, Wait a minute, two things have already happened to me, I don't know how to handle something else can happen. And then when he finally does go through the machine, and then the rest of the episode just follows after that, where it's like, Yeah, you mean nothing to everything around you. Like, when he wants to have that conversation in the courthouse, he's just like, i want to talk to the higher ups, God's and gods. And they're just like, no, they're too busy for you. And it was just like everything just completely deconstructing. Him. And it was, it was awesome. I, I really liked how they just sat him down, like uh, like Tony said, at the end of the episode. And he's just like, yeah, I do this because I want to feel powerful. I don't want to see people hurt. It's it was really cool to see how they just they took their time the producers and everyone took their time with this episode and just made it a very simple, like, breakdown, character breakdown. I thought it was great.
0: Touch up on Doc's comment here, this whole goal leading up to those, the God of all gods, and he got reduced to an at by the TV. Yes, yes, he did. Um, Les, how do you feel of the breakdown of Loki? Because, again, we're getting some really great comparisons. I mean, there's a lot to unpack in this episode, but this is some of the points we wanted to touch up on. But go ahead. I want your take on it.
3: You know, I love the fact that he had a cathartic moment where he really revisited his life about what made him feel like a God and what made him feel like the man, you know, the one that he has to do. And it's the thing, you know, uh, the TBA agent asked him, you know, oh, you want to be the God of everything. You want to be the God of space. You want to be the God of whatever it is. But what happens then afterwards? It is not as fulfilling as if you're doing a good work if you're doing something where people are going to love you and admire you because you're you're doing good work for them or you're, you're, you're making things better for them, not that you're making their lives, you know, hell. Uh, somebody made a comment about the fact that they thought that Loki was going to break the TVA. I think the opposite. I think he's going to end up starting to work for them. And here's my theory on that is that that's going to make him feel good about who he is doing stuff and and reworking incidences you know he may get in trouble a few times but i think that that's what he wants to do it's going to make him feel better to be to go to do well so that's why we had to see this reconstruction of him and this breakdown
0: you, you better watch it Jarrell. look you, you got two on one and on you tony and mm-hmm. Les. that's it we come they're coming after you bro uh and i'm gonna say this i'm gonna admit it on air i lost a bet to Tone, so I owe him a sandwich to Tony. You, because you the have not you it. have No, no, no. You have I, not yet, lost bet. No, are no. you sure? No, you, you, need, okay. you, need, you need to, to say you need okay. to say okay.
2: the Atlanta shit you said to me. I'm gonna me say it. I'm gonna on, say on When we were drinking on Saturday, I what? said that
0: Mephisto. It's hinted that it's gonna be Mephisto, and this, and you know. So if it's no, not, then no, no, no. I'm
2: sorry. I'm sorry. I don't mean to hijack this whole thing. Go on. Okay, so you know, you know how we see movies for the first time in the church. Mm -hmm. right and then he gets to the little girl and he asks her hey who did this and she points to the devil and we're all like okay it's loki because of the fucking horns this guy over here uh was like nah it's Mm -hmm. it's mephisto (laughs) and i looked at him like shame no you know what fool me once shame on you marvel fool me twice shame on me i'm not falling for the mephisto hole again i i did it i was all in on wandavision so I'm saying, nope, it is Loki. It is one of the iterations of Loki. Is that what that is? And he was like, he will buy me a sandwich. I so think I disagree. Uh, I disagree. I disagree I'm going to be you. eating a sandwich live uh, on listening. air that he bought. Leslie, Listen, what,
3: wait, what? He, I disagree with you. He's the god of mischief, but not the god of murder. And I'm going to tell you that when they came in there and he had annihilated all of those, those guards there, they said that they were all stabbed. That's something personal. That's not... You know, that's not something that uh, yeah, a, a but, god would do. I don't think so. I think that that kid pointing out the devil was actually pulling out the devil. And I think that whatever this is, that is that is this manifestation is actually following Loki through the timeline. I have, a
1: theory, I have a theory that the, the variant that they're going after is another version of Loki.
2: They've
3: think, already said that. They've, they've already said
1: that, said that right?
2: Clearly, they, yeah. Yeah. they said yeah, that. They said yeah, 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 that. Yeah. Yeah. We, going, we, yeah. we think so, it's, everyone's thinking it's female Loki. Yep,
0: yes. because it's, okay, because if um, you look at Loki's profile, when they're looking at his profile, and they showed it in the credits. It says his sex gender, gender fluid. fluid. He's
5: gender Which fluid. Is, yes. I mean, when you go to Norse mythology, hello, he's always been. He's always, <laughs> been. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: He's always yeah. been.
5: Well, now yeah. Disney is admitting it. Disney yeah. has
3: now joined the LGBTQ world. By actually putting an identity, a sexual identity onto somebody. That's something they've never done. They've alluded to that Mm -hmm. and stuff, but they've never actually put it on paper. So kudos to them.
0: So I yeah. had some stuff yeah. I wanted to touch up about colors because there was some significant there's Marvel always does some significant colors. I'm just going to just throw it out there was that when they do the reset grenade, it went from orange to purple. When we look at the batons, them, the purple baton is what freezes Loki, which he gets smacked with by agent B 15. But then the red color disintegrates people. But also, too, it's a callback because Agatha Harkness, she's used purple magic and her has used like, you saw purple magic radiating from his eyes. So there are hints that that might be like a time reset or something. But that was interesting to color. But I want to get into the fun question with seeing the fun variants that we've seen in this episode, because we see Variant Martin. We don't know who the hell that is. It's Variant Martin. But we see a scroll in a tracksuit. And we Mm -hmm. see a possible variant of Peggy Carter. Um, Chris, I'm going to lead into Mm -hmm. you with the, with the, well, actually law, I want to lead into you with the variants. How did you feel as a fan scene with these variants and all that?
1: I feel like they're, they gave those just to give those, I like, I want to, I want to be like, oh man, this could be this person, but again, Wild vision we were so invested in like the easter eggs and what the what ifs and whatever what have you, That i'm just like not doing you're, it you're, I'm catching really, me. you're not oh, catching I'm me not doing it like so <laughs> no. i'm like so like i saw like I, I i saw it i was like cool then afterwards someone was like oh that was playing card and i looked at it again i was like oh, okay that's playing card like i literally just was like okay cool like <laughs> i'm i'm not touching it i'm like that's cool if something else happens later on Ooh. but if it doesn't, I'm not going to sit mm-hmm. here and be like, oh my god, guys, did you... Not
5: doing it. Not doing it. Diane? Well, I mean, the whole thing with Petty Carter is, I mean, Captain America stayed and relived his life. Right, right, right. So, technically, he also created a different multiverse mm-hmm. and opened up a whole can of other worms that Loki didn't even touch yet. So,
1: like, technically, <laughs> technically they're they are confirming that when he went back, he did create an alternate timeline. Yes. That, that's the one thing I, I like. I feel
5: like they might not even do anything with Peggy after this, but it's more like, a, yeah, Rogers, you did that. Thanks.
1: <laughs> or it could be the Peggy, because technically the Peggy from the whatever that show, that spinoff show that she had, is now considered a alternate universe thing. So it could have been that.
0: So that's why her show got canceled. She got rested by the TVA. Um, Chris, we lead into you now with this one.
4: <laughs> um. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna say that I'm not falling for any traps as well. You know how more likes to sometimes <laughs> stick their things in everyone. Yeah, uh, it's like dropping the Easter eggs just to drop them. Um, maybe they'll come back to the scroll thing, uh, which I hope they do. Uh, the Peggy Carter thing, if anything, you'll see that. Yeah, I, I completely agree. I, th- I think it would be awesome. Also, if there is an episode where Loki has to deal with Cap you know going back to the past and say he turns peggy carter into a variant purely by him arriving and then loki has to kind of tweak things so that would be kind of cool um, but yeah i'm not uh, don't get me started with wandavision because uh, uh, the, like, <laughs> wandavision was like it, it broke my heart cuz it was absolute fire for the first like 3 episodes 4 episodes i'll even give 5 but once they once they revealed agatha and uh, all that nonsense it was like a the the fastest swan dive faceplant into cement i've ever seen in my life it was like it was bad so i was i was really hurt by the end of that show and i'm hoping that they don't start setting up you know for a balls joke 6 episodes in you know it
0: it that, it could I'm... be it could be Agatha all along so you know she, 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 oh, don't don't spirit. don't do that to me <laughs> I'm
4: so, sh- I'm
3: so shocked you didn't like that, Chris. I loved it. I loved the reveal. You know and
4: listen, go ahead. Go ahead. It, you know what? You know what? It, it could have been. It could have been better. I also was. I, I. I didn't like the fact that she hammed it up too much. She was like too cackly and finger like. <laughs> and I, uh, I. I just couldn't. And uh, I wished that she had just a little bit more seriousness to the situation she was in. Plus, Wanda didn't get away with, she got away with like, a slap on the wrist, whereas like you read the comics and stuff, she's, she, she's not a stable person. She shouldn't have gotten off as scot-free as she did, and everyone in town should have chased her out with pitchforks and torches or ran for their lives the moment she showed up walking on <laughs> the street
0: or maybe but, maybe it's a setup for something further down the line with uh, mutants since they wanted to hit mutants in that show but we don't know I hope. we don't know yeah, i hope i, I hope I, they, I so that
3: they, were, they were going for the feels for that and i and i went i was there i was there for the feels so i didn't care how they mm. acted the characters i just really loved the emotion that was tied to everything but one thing i do have to say and and, and we are talking about Loki that i thought was very strange and i know because we know that Marvel has a tendency to throw, to send us into wild goose chases. Did anybody think it was strange that this kid didn't wasn't freaked out about seeing a god that looked like the devil?
1: Was most the entire, and, and, the entire,
3: and, and, entire and interaction saw, with
1: the kid was
3: strange. Was strange, and we did not see what happened with that kid. The guy took, he took his word value. Yeah, sent him back. We didn't see what happened to him. He just took his for word value that he saw something that looked like the devil. But my perspective on that was the fact that this kid didn't seem, he seemed very nonplused. Either he's used to seeing this all the time or something's up with that kid.
5: Well, again, it might not even have taken place on Earth. It could have been, you know, something like Skisgard where they, where they learn like the Groot language as in a curriculum. (laughs) Well, he, the thing
3: I thought was strange, mind, he was totally. I don't
0: Chris, think he was scared eating candy. Chris, go ahead, Chris. You were going to add to that.
3: No, no.
4: I, I, think, I think the kid could have been scared as his mind, too. I mean, when you think about it, uh, the, first of all, the gum was called Kablooey. I thought it was a bomb or something like that. But mm. um, it's also the color of Loki's skin. Loki's a frost giant, remember? Mm. So it could have been Loki in frost giant form Completely destroying all those uh, TVA agents, he could have been just on like a rampage. So maybe the Loki we're going to see in the future that he's going to be chasing is like a completely ice uh, frost giant version of himself.
3: And so maybe what he got they got stabbed with was like an icicle or something, some kind of form of yeah. that. Mm-hmm. Interesting.
0: Yeah, okay, man. Kind of got a second episode come out yet? Um. So I'm a i am I want a couple <laughs> hours. Couple hours. Uh,
3: three
2: more. Three in the morning
0: three in the morning oh so i want i want um i'm gonna lead into you with this question tone um and we're gonna right. go around very very first of all i want to know how does everyone feel that loki is db cooper because he lost a bet to thor tone leading into that.
2: Uh, I <laughs> love that i i think you know what i think it just plays to the whole trickster aspect of loki and the fun mm-hmm. trickster aspect not the <laughs> inciting ragnarok trickster right. aspect and so uh, they it shows that there's there was clearly a relationship a brother a two brother relationship that they that they had because we don't really get to see it that much from the movies we see them way after they're much older so there's feelings that Loki has for his brother and for Heimdall and all and all of this and so I think it's just some, one of those things that we I hope I hope we get to see it I hope we get to see more tricks that he does on Earth. Or a midgard, and like it's a whole, it's a whole to do, and playing off of crimes and things that happened where the person was never caught. Because I think it's a really cool way of blending in American or world history, depending on where you're at, with the the Norse mythology of the MCU. So I, I thought it was really, it was a really cool way to to bring it in there, it, just to throw it in for the fans because it wasn't it wasn't obviously needed. It was just really cool to have, and I'm glad we got it,
0: Chris.
4: Same, totally. Like I I, I, can't, I, can't agree more. I, I, I hope they do that a lot more. I hope they, I hope they like. I hope they have like an episode where it's like, oh, Loki was Jack the Ripper at one point or something, where he actually is doing some really dastardly things, um, and he has to go out there and stop himself. Right. Like, I hope they, they stick with that kind of. Like, what did Loki do in the past? Kind of question mark throughout the show. Because I think that'd be a really cool way to also help, like, kind of continue to his de- deconstruction.
0: So I think we totally agree. And David says uh, Marvel is so good at dropping the smallest foreshadowing elements that they're looking at the screen like this. Is insignificant character is punching his left hand, so Tony Stark must be alive. Tony Stark is dead. So um, <laughs> Tony Stark is dead. <laughs> Actually,
2: if we, if we get him back, it's gonna be as an AI. That's it. Depends.
0: That's how universe. do you think? They, the <laughs> AI. Oh yeah, depends. That's as we go, we got the multiverse we're about to get what if coming up so um les how did you feel about the db cooper and the the whole thing that he did it because he lost a bet to thor
3: i i loved it i loved it and i think it's so mad what i think is so wonderful about it is db cooper is so embedded in the lore of america as to what he is Mm -hmm. and who he was and how he was never discovered immediately when the camera panned on him being in this on this plane you know and, and i love the fact that the flight attendant here's me an ex-flight attendant right here that this really good-looking man is asking you're flirting with this good-looking man and he's like uh i have a bomb you know and you give me all the money and stuff like that and she's like damn you know, <laughs> I had that one, you know? but I, I thought it was so hilarious i literally hollered when i was like, like oh my gosh you know freaking out and stuff they gave it they gave me what i wanted and needed at that moment so i loved it
5: <laughs>
0: Diane, and then, Law, you're up next to take us away with this one.
5: I mean, there's really... Like, I just thoroughly enjoyed it. It was just hilarious. I, you really see, like, the before relationship between Thor and Loki. And it was more of, like, Thor's character, bef- like, within the first Thor movie, which was just more, like, partying, jokester, and not very serious. Leading up to just Loki losing a bet and doing something <laughs> just to just mess around on Earth. <laughs> So I just really like that entire dynamic and seeing, well, what else what else did they do in Earth and just mess around guys? with? How many
1: How many unsolved
4: like, mysteries do they have? <laughs>
1: <Yes>. Exactly. <laughs> but I'm also here for the fact that Heimdall was in on it. So, who doesn't really let anything fly, Heimdall is like, Nah, I'm in on the joke. I'm in on the bet. Like, what? <laughs> He's like, yeah. I you better be ready. Like, I'm booking it. Like, that was my favorite part was like, yeah, I can expect that from Thor. 100% expect that from Thor. But for Heimdall to be like, all right, I'll turn on the frost, I'll turn on the 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 bifrost. You can I mean, you know, he's, I <laughs> like, mean when you're watching,
2: so when you're watching the bifrost all that time, you got to get bored every once in a while.
1: That, <laughs> that's valid. That, that's, that's valid. You know, like, yo, it was so good. Like, I, I was glad that they gave him a little bit of like that. Uh, like he, he can have fun too. You know.
0: No, I, I mm. thought that was great. Again, that illustrated more of the character developments, a fun mm. side we get to see that we don't normally get to see. Because I again, if we
1: actually see more of the Asgardians, like throughout. We, the we of might the show. see
0: more of like the history, but um, this was uh something I definitely wanted to touch up on, and I definitely want to get everyone's feedback on this one. Was Justice Ravana Renslayer, um, and she has a deep lore in the comics tied with. Kang the conqueror which we know who's been casted in the mcu and we also know that Kang the conqueror in the comics has worked with the tva has also been one of the biggest villains for the avengers and ravana has also had affections with Kang, like she's been his you know love and then and later on wants revenge on him after like everything with secret wars how did you guys, um, what are your speculations with the introduction of this character? Do you think we're gonna see more? You think that's gonna be um, also leading up to maybe a possible Kang the Conqueror reveal who's gonna be an Ant-Man? Diane, we'll leave with you with this one.
5: I don't think we'll see Kang the Conqueror in Loki. I think we'll probably see a little bit more of Justice and seeing where her relationship lies possibly with him. So as like an indirect connection for the meantime, but um, we'll really see where her alliances are. Like, is she is she with Kang? Is she is she plotting something, or is she just strictly with the TVA right now? And they're just, you know, they're just they're just fluttering right now. <laughs> they're not really fully together.
0: Chris,
4: I think it's a great discussion of the year. I do think we'll. I, you know what? I wouldn't be surprised if we saw some Kang, honestly. Uh, now that now that MCU stepping into the whole time aspect of stuff, it I think it'd be awesome if he just steps in the background. Uh, he might be another Easter egg or something where you see like his okay. his time suit. Come. But uh, as far as Justice, goes, it's like I don't know. I'm I'm, ex- I'm expecting someone to get vaporized sometime along somewhere along the line. That's that, I just want to see one of those batons just go the wrong way and totally take out someone and like it almost did in episode one um mm. and uh loki gets the finger he's like oh that's his fault <laughs> and so you know yeah that's what i think is gonna happen at some point
0: les
3: um you know what i i'm looking at it from the actor's perspective the fact that they that Loki uh, and this whole lore is using a lot of the actors from Lovecraft Country. Yes. So Kane being Jonathan Majors, and then uh, Agent B fifteen uh, is Moonmi Mosaku. Uh, I think it's very interesting that they're using these people in these in this Marvel universe. It's like uh, Marvel is uh, recycling their. I mean, Disney is recycling their their actors or using their actors. or I just, I don't know exactly, it's really strange, but they've gotten these people from Lovecraft Country to play these roles. Um, very up and coming people of color, which I'm very pleased with. Uh, I honestly also think that we might see King the Conqueror too, uh, because of the TV dynamic or the, the live stream episode dynamic of these people being involved in these TV shows or these live stream shows that we're watching, mm. binge watching. So, yeah, we may get a glimpse, see, or maybe that might be the because he's going to be in the new Ant-Man movie. Is that correct? Yep. yep. So this might be something that kind of triggers the aha moment that we're going to see. Because, like I said, right now, Loki is opening up every universe, is touching on everything that's getting ready to come out in Marvel. So why not introduce us to Kang the Conqueror at that time?
0: Tony, Law, what are your thoughts on this? Go ahead, Tom. Go. Ahead.
2: <laughs> all right, all right. I'll go. I'll go. Um, well, I think I think you know. So to, to what we were talking about before is that there's a really great connection between the TV shows and the movies and how they're able to just kind of swap actors in and out. So I think showing uh, showing her now, I wouldn't be surprised if she shows up in Multiverse uh, uh, Quantum Quantum Mania. Um, because she may have especially if she becomes a, a reoccurring role and a and a prominent character in the TVA. Um, but also what what's also fun about King the Conqueror is that we know potentially that Chronopolis is around because you do potentially see it in Ant-Man and the Wasp, if you're like really looking, apparently from screen grabs and, and all this. But I think I think it's just a way to connect characters in the TV show to characters that we're gonna see set up uh, in in the movies because we're gonna be swapping and using these characters and kind of building in the lore and how how Marvel's gonna and how Marvel's gonna use them. They've been really great about figuring out which characters from the comic books they're gonna use and then putting them on the board and then using them strategically. They're not gonna use every single important member of the TVA, but they the people that they do bring in are gonna play important pieces and I think having her there and her already already uh, canonical relationship with him could play a role in the either in this or in Ant Man the Lost. Maybe
1: and maybe we we'll even get a we'll get a name drop. I don't know. That'd be cool. Yeah, I don't know that we'll we'll see King in full. I think they'll continue to use Justice like uh, throughout the course of the series, and then probably through a, you know some hallway discussion, King gets brought up or what have you, and that leads into the next uh, the next movie where we'll actually see King um if we do see him like how chris said like just in the background character i feel like that that's a little cheap like how we expected for stuff to happen in wandavision or in you know captain america or uh and so it's like you know i would i wouldn't put it past them to do that to just be like you know have kang or have anyone related to king in that you know uh scope but like we don't need it we just morally uh more so need a uh a connection there so we can have it to make sense later on because if you're putting I think what they're doing is they're setting up the, the, the breadcrumbs now so that later on when we see it for the people who aren't as you know savvy on the comics it makes sense they're like oh that's why they did this versus trying to introduce this character King in the movie and all the things that you know he's attached to in one movie when there's so much else going on with that movie you know
3: they so. could possibly do, you know, end up with him maybe an appearance in the last episode of the series.
0: Mm-hmm. Yep, they could possibly do that. Do like a whole like tease of just his back, like they just mm-hmm. pan in and you just see his back, you don't see the face. You know, I, I would totally buy Th- Thanos much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> listen, geez, hey, they can recycle
2: pink, pink 2014 Thanos. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> and the whole theater went buck wild because we all knew who that was.
0: <laughs> yep, that's all you need. But um, <laughs> I'm going to touch up on Chris's uh, favorite show because it involves his favorite show, WandaVision. <laughs> <laughs> Stop. <laughs> Stop getting palpitations already. <laughs> oh, it oh, hurts. Uh, oh, but it, it. this is something I thought that was pretty interesting because they mentioned in Loki Nexus events and – We do see in WandaVision, one of the commercials, Nexus, was a company that was selling over-the-counter brand medications in one of the commercials. And that Wanda is referred to being a Nexus being. We know the multiverse of madness is coming up in Doctor Strange and she's going to be a character in there. And Loki is introducing the whole concept of Doctor Strange. And that Miss Minutes, voiced by the one, the only, Tara Strong awesome voice actress who has voiced many of our favorite characters. Mm. Um, Again, she talks about the multiverse and the great war, which we wanted to talk about, which um, it's believed that this might have been a great war involving the celestial beings and everything, maybe the internals, so that there was this great war um, and the timekeepers in some way were involved. They could possibly be the time breakers too, who are villains in the comics. Um, So the question is, do we think that Wanda... And Chris, you're gonna lean with us. Do we think that Wanda is going to be the person to start off the next multiverse war?
4: Oh yes. I mean, if if Marvel does it right, if Marvel does it right and stays true to the character, uh, Wanda can easily be the person that like you know, snaps her fingers and turns things inside out and backwards. Mm-hmm. And they've already proven that she's as powerful to do it. Like you said. They've already said that uh, she's a Nexus being, somebody that has the potential to you know, alter reality. Um, I think they need to break Wanda, really. I, and I, that's what I want. I want them to break her heart, break her soul, break her mind. And I want her to be like either the villain or um, like someone who kinda just is getting, is doing whatever the heck she wants just to get what she wants. And her, um, her, what it was what's the word I'm thinking about? Her selfishness is kind of what sets the entire MCU off its rails. If we if we saw that, I would love it. I would absolutely love it. Uh, if they don't go that way, I'm, my heart is going to be like, okay, why is Wanda here? <laughs> um, but yeah, it's like Wanda. First of all, the movie dope as hell just because of Doctor Strange. I mean, he's awesome. Um, but if Wanda isn't like, if, if Wanda is anything, but a barrier for him, it's going to make her less interesting character in the place. And I think they've, they've straight up said she's more powerful than Dr. Strange. They -hmm. said that in WandaVision and I'm like, yo, serious. You can't be more powerful than Sorcerer's Dream. That's nuts. And for her to just straight up declare that it just made me say, damn, he's, and she's in that movie. She better be the bad guy.
0: Yeah, they 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 hinted how powerful she was because when they show that end scene that she's able to still function while in astral projection and Doctor Strange can't do that. Mm, yeah, mm. let's lead it. Uh, take your, your your jump into that question. Go ahead,
3: Chris. You really have it for her. I can't believe <laughs>
2: it. Oh man, go on, Wanda. Thank you so much. So much potential. That's that's it. So much potential that we want to see. <laughs>
3: Um, Honestly, I'm going to go the opposite of that. Uh, I think that they've established her as being more of a loving character at the end of WandaVision. So I don't see her making this drastic turn in Doctor Strange. Honestly, it could be Kang the Conqueror. I mean, he is a Nexus being, you all. He is. So we're talking about this. We have every element there. Everything is set up. Maybe he's the one that's gonna trip everything up. We don't, I don't know. I just don't think it's gonna be Wanda. You know, I think there's what, 15 <clears throat> nexus beings in the Marvel universe. And Kang is one, I don't, I think it's Kang. I mean, he's already cast, he's ready to go. And you already know he's gonna be the bad guy. I,
0: I already have my thoughts for you on that one. That's gonna help out everybody with it. But um Diane, go ahead. I,
5: I'm i I'm with Chris, honestly. I, I love Wanda so much she's one of my favorite x-men one of my favorite mutants heroes like um but i do think she has the potential to be the villain in doctor strange and the reason for that is because she is practicing dark magic through the dark hold and she does not know what that means <laughs> she okay. does not know what that can awaken she all she knows is that she's a nexus being she still doesn't know what that entirely itself means so there's a lot of potential for her to be a villain by complete accident.
0: Law.
1: No. I'm gonna hot take it and say, there's not gonna be just one thing to set off what would be the next great war, if there is going to be a next great war. Cause we have mm-hmm. so many cards in play right now. Loki is creating a Nexus event by himself, who's to say Loki himself or that alternate version of him running amok does not become an Nexus being themselves. I'm saying it. There's going to be probably more than one thing to set this thing off. Also Mm -hmm. keep in mind that uh, when we talk about uh, the Celestials, the Eternals and whatnot, compared to their comic book counterparts, they have been severely nerfed by MCU standards. So we don't know that, this may tip the scales where we see them actually in their full, you know, glory again. Who knows? Because if we if we all know our comics, uh, like we do, Thanos is technically what uh, uh, celestial part of that, you know, whole yeah. thing because it's has uh, LRs. right? Because and then, LR's and the then we've we've yeah. we've met, you know, the uh, the um, why can't I think of uh, Jeff Goldblum and uh, Benicio, yeah. Like, the collector oh, uh, and and uh, and the game master,
0: yeah. yeah,
1: like they're 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 super powerful beings that were reduced to just guys. You know what I mean? So
0: like, I'm so, sure whoa, 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 whoa. Jeff Jeff Goldblum is not just a guy. It's Jeff Goldblum. Get it straight. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the, the game master was nerfed. Was nerfed. <laughs> it was it was nerfed. Like like The Grandmaster. G- Grandmaster Grandmaster Grandmaster, That's what it was. Grandmaster. Grandmaster it was yeah. So like you know if we do get something that would essentially reduce so here, here's where we have we have all of these cosmic you know time stone the, all, all the all the infinity stones reduced to nothing essentially they're paperweights what if the opposite happens where all of the beings that we know who should be way more you know powerful in the mcu actually do become more powerful in the mcu tony
2: so uh, a couple things just to really jump on before my my take uh i think so just with king the conqueror king, king the conqueror um i really think it depends on what the mcu is gonna do with him i hope they do not fall into the trap of bringing in this really really good villain on paper and then sticking him to a singular movie because we don't know what his arc is going to be they're bringing him into ant-man and the wasp and and quantum What's his role? Is he going to be part of this big bad or is he going to be like that gray character who comes back and forth? Um, So I'm really I really hope it's it's option B because I really don't think you waste Jonathan Majors on just the one off movie. He's such a fantastic actor. Um, My take, though, is I think from this show, we're going to see why the TVA was created. So from my understanding of the comics, the TVA was created so the Elder Gods can sustain living. That's it. At the end of the universe. They created the TVA, sent a guy back in time, and made sure the timeline goes the way it's supposed to so that they stay alive. It's self-serving uh, purpose. So I think Loki is going to figure out what's happening with the TVA, We're gonna, the three lizard gods, or whatever the hell they are, and that'll probably be the catalyst to start the next big uh, multiverse war, and then we'll see Doctor Strange, and we'll see all those other things that happen. But I think it really starts with The TVA getting uncovered for the nonsense and propaganda that it is because Mm -hmm. it's for self-sustaining people who are trying to hold on to power and life and not a way to
0: balance. uh, Not a way of balance.
3: I like it. I like that too.
0: Well, now I got my take because it leads into this next question. Because Agent Morbius mentions the nightmare department says he will be happy to go with Loki to destroy that department. Which uh, we all know that there is a being known as nightmare who is rumored to possibly nightmare. be in dr strange in the multiverse of madness and go into chris's point of wanda now wanda in the in wandavision she wasn't the villain she was manipulated in doing a lot of her stuff her emotions and everything who's to say that nightmare wouldn't be the one to manipulate Vision, wanda to start the next multiverse war um because again i don't feel that this would be something that they would just mention just to mention it it's just like he throws it out there nightmare is a character that again it's rumored to be in dr Straits and multiverse of madness um we'll lead into you with this one
3: so this really brings a lot of thought and that's a really good comment that you made because why did he say that about the nightmare department and as we know nightmare is a demon so could this have possibly been the catalyst of the person or the thing that's creating the chaos that's going on right now? Maybe we're going out, we're, we're throwing all these thoughts out here and we're trying to figure out who it could possibly be female Loki and everything like that. But it could be something that was a, tr- a clue that was dropped by a- agent Mobius.
4: Nightmare is the son of this though, so, isn't he? Yes. Yeah. He is.
3: Hello. I'm just saying. Please.
0: Just saying. <laughs> Chris, go ahead. You you just you just opened that can Go right ahead. What are your thoughts?
4: Oh no! Everyone's like, no, I don't want to hear about Mephisto. He's not going to be in this or whatnot. That could totally be it. It could be nightmare. Uh, nightmare could be the manipulator of all of this, and maybe um, you know what what Loki is going to uncover about the TVA could cause him to uh, turn on the TVA and be the one be the reason why he's the uh, the villain in the background of the show, but it could just be something that leads into nightmare and nightmare. Possibly it the type of character that he could show Loki what's going on uh, or give him a nightmare. And that could be what sets Loki off. Um, you never know. It, like, I think he's a really cool character that Marvel definitely obviously has the rest to do. And it's someone that a lot of people probably wouldn't see coming. Yeah. and uh if he's in if he's in the multiverse of madness um i think it'd be a great way to introduce um because they haven't really had demon characters yet right in the mcu no they haven't. But, uh, the, yeah they've they've had the guardians and other than that um nothing so uh they they touched on hella being you know kind of from the underworld a little bit but they didn't really give her the full like underworld spiel that you're supposed to have nightmare coming from you know the nightmare world that needs to be destroyed that's that would be awesome
0: Again,
5: it's i mean there's so many ways that this could go i just i feel like everyone pretty much said what needed to be said i i still am stuck on wanda being very manipulated into being the villain Mm -hmm because like mentioned before, she is very unstable of a character and is just slowly starting to find her stability as soon as she's practicing dark magic. So her stability could just, is teetering all over the place. <laughs> and and Loki may or may not uncover something either with her or with something else in the multiverse.
1: More? uh. I'm questioning if, if, or if we do have Nightmare, Nightmare is the one pulling the strings. Could Nightmare be the one to pull multiple strings? Because if he can manipulate Wanda, he, that means he can also have maybe manipulated Loki into thinking, like, what's the TVA doing? Why are they doing this? And just, just be that gentle push, like, do that, go this way. And that's what you know. Kickstarted all these events. So, uh, either way, I don't want to speculate too much because we know where that goes. But the possibility that Nightmare, you know, is a thing. Sure, I would like to see it. We they did confirm, like the uh, the showrunners and whatnot confirmed there will be no Mephisto in this. But you no know, Mephisto does not mean no Nightmare. So, who knows?
5: To jump on, like uh, Nightmare being the one pulling the strings. Could it be that he is the one who is working with the opposite Loki, the one that's right. technically the yes. villain? Yes. in Right.
0: That's what I'm saying. Yes. Yes. Yeah, 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 yes. It could be a possible. I mean, we have that's the one, that's the one be be that.
1: that's the one that gave him, him the push to like go down that rabbit hole. Yeah.
0: Tony, you are up. Take us away with this one.
2: Jeez, I mean, what can be said that has not been said <laughs> already? Know. We want you on the soapbox. Let's go. I don't really. I don't. I don't have a soapbox for this one, but it's all good. Um. I it's one of those things where I think we I think I do agree to, with the panel that I think we are getting nightmare in, in multiverse of madness. I do think he'll probably be one of the main antagonists there, and I also like the idea that he's the one who pushed the other variant, the other variant Loki to kind of go off, off edge and kind of just kind of start all this because we know that the variant Loki is collecting, from what I gather, is collecting these time erasing bombs because mm-hmm. uh, mm-hmm. they they kill the agents and then they're, all the equipment is gone. So we don't really know what the uh, what the other Loki's doing. Maybe they're trying to, you know, set something off to create, you know, to do something with the Nightmareverse or anything. But I also think it could have just been a throwaway line for Owen Wilson just to get us all having this exact thing happening. Exactly, that's <laughs>
5: it.
0: Uh, you never know. So,
2: but I'm I'm here for it, but I'm just I'm not going in the tall grass. Just like in Jurassic Park Lost World, stay away from the tall grass. I'm not doing it. <laughs> <laughs>
0: So I'm going <laughs> to get my final thoughts on it because I'm going to throw everyone with this one, get everyone thinking tonight. So Loki has been a great, uh, this first episode has been pretty, it's been pretty great. Um, from a written standpoint, um, uh, Marvel's thrown out another hit. It's just again, and it has a really different flavor to it that, um, I think really fits the show again. How Les pointed out the fallout um feel, how um, everyone's pointed out a lot of different things. But I want to leave one thing here. So my final thoughts is pay attention to that elevator. That elevator has weird numbers, and it's revealed in the credits Mm -hmm. when the elevator goes (laughs) to one EJ, it says immediate access denied. That the nightmare department that's some other department what is that what is one ej please let me know someone out there but this has been another great episode of nerds around i want to thank you guys for coming on having fun with oh, us talking loki it's been a minute. Um, again, um, check out these awesome careers. Check out Chris, Diane's and Leslie's links in the description. They're creating awesome content. You can catch Leslie on Bitten You can find Chris's awesome work at comic book school and on his website as well, which is in the links below. Chris is an awesome writer again. Teddy's was awesome. Definitely gotta check it out. Check out Diane's artwork, her yeah. websites and the links and, and the, her links are in the description and below. So make sure you follow them, like them, support them, follow them, Give them the love that we love, the nerdy love that we want to give them all. Um, again, this has been your host Sebastian. It's Boyla.
2: Anybody toned from across the hall?
0: We love you, Jarrell. Don't worry. Next time, I'll throw you out the window. I got you. <laughs> we got you the love. episodes, man. We got you. <laughs> we got you. You, you. You're on the season finale. Come on, we got you. <laughs> Later, Bye, right, everybody. Bye. Bye. <laughs>